All right, welcome to the Varley Vehicle. Mike Varley here. Let's step inside, strap ourselves in, and take our mind for a little ride. First off, before we get started, I want to again remind you about my website. It's http colon forward slash forward slash www.varleyvehicle.com. Jump on there, sign sign yourself up, get a free uh, some free coaching advice, and get on my newsletter. I give a lot of great advice on there. A um, couple of things coming up for me today. One is this is awesome. This is how life happens. I just recorded a, it was about a 17, 18 minute show and it was really a good show and I recorded it in my car, uh, hence the Varley vehicle. And, uh, I was almost done when all of a sudden the car's fan turned on and just messed up the recording a little bit. So then I finished in my basement and I stop and save the recording and the computer just shut it down. So we're starting all over again. <laughs> and hopefully I'll remember what I said because none of this stuff is written down. It's just what flows from my mind, from my mind to your ears. So um, today on my website, I sent out a little, a little short paragraph on uh, self-confidence. And it was, uh, had to do with selling. And what I said was, you cannot say the wrong thing to the right person. And conversely, you cannot say the right thing to the wrong person. I'll say that again. You cannot say the wrong thing to the right person. And conversely, you cannot say the right thing to the wrong person. You know, when you're selling, it's not about the object that you're selling. It's actually the transfer of energy from you, the seller, to the sellee. And that's why if you're transferring the energy the correct way, no matter what you say, that person is going to buy whatever you're selling. And if you're not transferring the energy the correct way, then no matter what you say to the person, they're just not going to buy. And that's pretty much, you know, that pretty much works really with any aspect of life. If you're transferring energy the right way, you will get what you desire. And if you're not, it's, it's not going to happen for you until you transfer it the right way. So the other night, uh, my wife and I went to a, a wedding Saturday night. Great. I had a great time uh, with some very good friends. And it was uh, a really cool experience. And my, my one buddy was uh, getting on me about why I uh, don't ride my motorcycle anymore. And uh, it's, it's not inspected. And the insurance ran out. And that happened about three years ago when my third son was born. At the time, I was not into personal development. Money was a little bit tight. And that was one way to save money was not to get the, the motorcycle. Uh, the insurance, you know, I thought I'll just pay for it next year. And, you know, three years later, it's still sitting there. But it sort of worked out because my uh, older son started playing baseball and t-ball. And I started coaching them. So really, it's not a priority for me, right? At this point in time. So I said, okay. I said, well, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. I said, uh, I'm not going to mention his name, but I'm positive he doesn't listen to this, you know, him or his wife. Um, so I said, hey, how's your job going? Nothing like a punch below the belt. Because <laughs> I knew, 
I knew that uh, he he did not like his job. So, uh, you know, he re responded with a typical answer to starts with an S. You know, it stinks. You can fill in your blank because, you know, 97% of the people are going to use some kind of S word to define the job that they have. And for him, he used the word stinks. Yeah, he hates it. And then he followed up with, you know, I don't want to hear this positive attitude stuff. I'm just not in mood for that. And I said, fair enough. I said, but I do have one question and we're done talking about this. And he said, okay, what's that? I said, if you only had one pair of underwear and it was really tight and it restricted your circulation in your legs, it just made life miserable for you. So would you wear it every day or what would you do? And he said, I would get a new pair of underwear. And I said, all right. I said, then why don't you get a new job? Ugh. It's not that easy. Oh, yes, it is. No, oh, no, it's not. I said, okay. I said, then uh, let me ask you this. What's your passion? Well, I always wanted to be an archaeologist. So what's stopping you? I said, you know, I checked. I got on the internet and did a search. And I said, there is not one role, and I mentioned his name, that says you, so-and-so, are not allowed to be an archaeologist. So check, check it yourself. That's, there's nothing out there. He just sort of looked at me puzzled. And then he got what I was saying. I said, yes, that's right. You're the only one that's preventing that. Well, you don't understand, he said. Hey, I have, uh, yeah, you know, I have bills to pay. I have a house payment. I, you know, how can I do that now at, at, at 40, 43 years old? I said, why, why not? Why don't you do this? I said, why don't you at least look at the local community college and see if they have an archaeology course, a basic course, and take it and see what you think? I couldn't do that. Again, why not? And I told him the story about Jack Canfield. I heard Jack Canfield a speech recently where he said he, uh, before he got his start, he was working a job, and he would come home and, and you know do his family duties until around 10 o'clock. And then from 10 until 1 in the morning, he would write. And he was putting together the chicken soup for the soul books. And he did that for however long it took him to do the book. Then him and his partner, uh, Mark Victor Hansen, they proceeded to go to not one, not two, not 10, not 20, not 100, but 100 and 44 publishers. That's right. The 144th publisher said, yes, we will do something with this book. We will publish it. And that definitely will be a podcast show for another, you know, for another topic for another show about perseverance. But just imagine that. Not quite the Thomas Edison 10,000 failures, but... They wanted it so bad, and they could see the future. They could just see the future. They, could, they knew this book was going to work, that they went to, they got turned down, they got rejected 143 times before the 144th person said, yes, I think we can do that. And even Jim Rohn wrote, wrote about that or talked about that, about uh, when you're in sales. Go to the first door, you knock on the door, no one answers. Second door, no one answers. Third door, 
go away. We don't want anything. Fourth door, hey, come on in. What do you have? And that's what happens with life. So I said, well, you know, that's, it's, it's your life. You do whatever you want with it. I said, but look, look what Jack Canfield did. They wrote that book, and now they are multi, multi-millionaires. And they've, it's, it's been, they've had 20, what, 22 different varieties of that book published in how many different languages, all from an idea that they took from their mind, turned, turned it over to their universal self, turned it over to the universal mind, and got it published. And look what happened. And he looked at me and I said, Joe, you don't have to do what you're doing there. You can do whatever you want in your life. And he said, I have an idea. And I said, what's that? And he actually uh, bartends one night a week. And he said, I heard about this in another city. A buddy of mine told me it. And I put a little twist on it of actually providing a service where if a person has too much to drink, uh, they will, he will provide a service of driving your, you in your car. He will drive you and your car to your home. And someone would follow and someone would videotape it so that you could see that there was nothing done to your car, no accident, no nothing. And, uh, you know, you would be home and your car would be there also. I said, it's a great idea. I said, Joe, that could be a million dollar idea. But you have to put it in action. You can't leave it in your mind. And you know what happened? He started to think about it. You could see his vibration changed. You could see for a few moments his whole life had changed. He was thinking of the when this happens as opposed to if I could ever do that. His smile came across his face and it was almost like all his worries, concerns went away and he could see himself in an improved life in a new house with no bills, just living the good life. And then a couple moments later, his subconscious mind took back over his, his paradigm that he's in and said, no, you can't do this. And, you know, I, I don't know what he's going to do with it. But uh, I did tell him that, and this is a very important point, so listen up closely. You are only one idea away from being a millionaire. It's that simple. I know some people probably listening going, Mike, it isn't that simple. It is that simple, and here's why. On my left wrist right now is a rubber band. Depending on what part of the country you're from, I know in Pittsburgh, some, some, for some reason they call them gum bands. Don't know why, but a rubber band. It's in the shape of a goat. If I take it off, it's in the shape of a goat. My son gave it to me. They have a bunch of them. They're in different shapes, musical notes, musical instruments, sports figures, farm animals, dinosaurs, you name it, it comes in there. I think in the package is $1.50, and you get 10 of these. Now, I'm, I, my two older sons probably have 10 packages apiece. So that person come up with an idea of, hey, why don't we, you know, look at that little fad thing. Let's take a rubber band and put it in the shape of an, an animal. And let's sell it. And we'll put it in multi-colors, you know, different colors, different sh animal shapes. And let's sell it. One simple idea. And that person is on their way to being a multi, 
millionaire, all from a rubber band. So next time you see a rubber band, think of that. So you, my friends, are only one idea away from being a millionaire. Here's the key. That person that had that, thought of that idea, turned it over to the universal side of their mind, and put it out the universe. Events took place, and they got them produced, and they're selling them now. But the key is they took action on that idea. They didn't just leave it in their mind. I did that. I did that back in high school. I was in high school for some reason on the news when I used to watch the news. It was just dominated that time by high-speed chases, police chases on highways. And I thought, you know what? Why don't they just come up with this, like a portable speed bump that spikes in it that would blow the, the car tires out of the vehicle that you know they're chasing? And you know what I did with that idea? Yeah, exactly. It did nothing with it. And about three years later, someone invented something that the police now carry in their trunks. And, you know, when there's a high-speed chase, a car up ahead will get out, put this little spike thing down, the cars run over it, blows their tires, and slows the car down. Yeah. I had that idea, never did anything with it. Someone else come up with it, and there you go. So, all of us have some kind of idea, some kind of seed that we can turn into a million dollar. Not idea, because it's a million dollar idea now, but if you don't do anything with it, then it's worth nothing. So we have that. We can turn that idea into a million dollars or whatever figure you want. Simple as that. So it is that simple. Alrighty, that's about all I remember from the last uh, program, although I somehow managed to squeeze this in from 18 minutes down to 14 minutes. So a uh, couple things right off the bat. You know, before uh, we pull the vehicle in, I always like to give you some type of action item to, to uh, do. Today you're getting two. First one is to get on my website. Let me give it to you again real quick. It's HTTP. And you have to put that down. Uh, you know, colon slash slash www.varleyvehicle.com. Get on there, sign yourself up. Give you a little bit of free coaching advice and also uh, put on a nice little newsletter with some, some advice on that. Secondly, I don't even know if that's a word or not. Secondly, I should say. That idea you have in your mind that's been sitting there for a while, it's not doing any good when it's sitting there. Let's take it out and let's take some action on it. Simple as that. Alrighty, well, let's pull the vehicle in here and... Uh, park it and get it ready for our next trip. But before we do, I just want to say thank you very much for listening. I truly do appreciate it. And have a great day because you absolutely deserve it. Thank you.